I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is a 1% podcast with me, Cooper Chapman. Less than 1% of your day, once a week. A place to spark curiosity around topics you think you already know. And also bring light to the good humans involved in the 1% Good Club, well-being accountability groups dedicating 1% of their day to their mental health. What's going on, you good humans? Welcome to the 1% Podcast, my favorite time of the week to share with you legends a bit about what's happened in my week, but most importantly, some gratitudes from the legends in the 1% Good Club over on Instagram, giving 1% of their day to their mental health. We are at 900 and. 57 days in a row of me doing this uh, group. I would love for you to join if you haven't already. I really want to try and do something special for a number of thousand. So if you're listening right now and you have any friends, family, contacts at the media, either seven or nine news, I'd love to do something on day a thousand and really champion what this group has achieved. Over half a million gratitudes have been sent in. And yeah, I'd love a bit of media attention around it because I think that can grow it to more people because I know the impact it can have. So if you do have a contact in the media or something and you think um, this would be a really cool story for them, either send them my way or maybe give them a call and tell them about the 1% Club, the impact it's having. And yeah, it'd be cool to do a story on it. So would absolutely love if you could do that. If you want to join the 1% Good Club, what it is is every morning, I do 10 minutes of meditation. I send a link to a YouTube uh, video that you can try out. And every single night, four minutes of gratitude. We send in three things we're grateful for after reflecting for your day, what you enjoyed about the day, send it into the group chat, and then everybody reads um, yeah, the good things that are going on in everyone's life. It's free, it always will be, and it's just a way to give 1% of your day to your mental health. 10 minutes in the morning, 4 minutes a night, that's 14 minutes, which is 1% of a 1,440 minute day, which we all live every single day. So we'd love for you guys to join. And yeah, if anyone knows anyone in the media and reckons it would be a cool story, um, point them my way because I'd love to champion in this group. Also, it's been a really fun week for me. Obviously, I am deep into my training. Week one just finished of... um, 100 days to 100 Ks and my training has been going really good. And something that I've been loving with my training is the sponsor of our podcast, Drink a Rapper. So Drink a Rapper is a brain drink, but they also have a couple other products and I use this stuff every day. So every morning when I wake up, I take their capsules, which are just perfect to have on the go. Take a few capsules, great supplements to yeah take better care of your brain for long-term brain health, short-term brain performance. So I take the capsules in the morning, usually go for my run or do a bit of a workout. And then after every session I've been doing, I've been having a protein shake where I've been putting in Protein, obviously, um, some super greens, but also the Arepa brain powder, which has just been so nice to get the brain firing up. So when I finish my workouts, I can then get into some work and have real calm and clear mind and yeah, really good thoughts. So if you want to learn more about Drink Arepa and all their cool products they have from the capsules to the drinks and also the powders, head over to drinkarepa.com. Use the code GOODHUMAN for a big 25% off everything over there. Also, keep an ear out. Next month is Brain Awareness Month. We're doing some really cool activations with Drink Arepa. I'm going to be doing a mindful morning on the Gold Coast. 
I'm also going to be sharing some really fun brain facts about brain um, health and how we can take better care of it. So make sure you keep an ear out for that. Big thanks to Drinker Rapper for continuing to sponsor this podcast. Also, uh, I would love for you guys, if you could, to go over to thegoodhumanfactory.com. Have a look around the website at a whole range of things. Obviously, the merch I talk about a lot. I'm just so grateful that people go on there, buy the merch, support what we're doing here at The Good Human Factory, and just try and make a positive impact on their community using the merch as a conversation starter. So if you use the code podcast, you can get a big 25% off the merch over on thegoodhumanfactory.com. But the thing that I'd really love for you to do is to check out my mental health workshops. Myself and a few other incredible speakers now deliver workshops for both high schools and also corporate groups. Because it's really important that we upskill and we educate ourselves on better ways to take care of our mental health. Mental health awareness is at an all-time high, but mental health action, I think, is the next step. So learning the skills that we can implement daily into our lives and actually doing them is so important. And that's what my workshops are all about. So if you go to the website, thegoodhumanfactory.com, you can click on the workshop tab, request our workshops and learn all about that. Okay, as I do each week, I'm going to read out some of the gratitudes from the 1% Good Club, but also the special question I ask for people to reflect on every Sunday. So the question I asked this week was, what is something that you've always wanted to do, but you haven't yet done? And I got some really cool responses to this. So let's go for it. And then I'm going to read out my answer at the end. So first I have from group number seven, Claude. Number one, I'm grateful for beach hopping with my bestie. Number two, finding a new hidden beach. And number three, reflecting last night about how great the weekend was. Probably the best year, the best of the year so far, surrounded with so much love and laughter. And my bonus question, I've always wanted to try and go on a solo trip. This year, I finally learned to love my own company and working on caring less about what others think. I think it would be a nice little challenge to get out of my comfort zone a bit more. Oh, Claude, I love that. It's something that I've always really wanted to do. I've definitely got flights solo, but almost every time I've traveled, I've ended up being with a group, whether it be for my surfing or whether it be just a travel partner. And I've never done it alone. And I really commend people who go backpacking by themselves, stay at hostels and just meet people because that's something that's super out of my comfort zone and something that I'd love to do one day. So good on you, Claude. I love that. And it's something that I also agree with. Solo travel would be epic. Next, we have from group number eight, Ashley Brower. Today, I'm grateful for spending the afternoon with my husband, brother-in-law, and girlfriend watching the UFC. So sad about Volk's loss, though. Number two, Harry Potter tonight to cheer me up. And number three, spending time um, in the sunshine and cleaning up the backyard. Oh, I agree with you. That was so sad to see Volk lose, but far out that Taporier guy can seriously fight. And Harry Potter, I was actually having a um, conversation with my partner and my friends like yesterday, how there's not anything like Harry Potter or even Lord of the Rings anymore that's kind of coming out at the moment. We need some new long series that kind of, yeah, take us on a journey. And Harry Potter is seriously the best ever. And Ashley's little Sunday question, she said, I've always wanted to live overseas for a year, but I've always been so worried about the progress and missing out on things back home as well as family, especially now my nanny's getting older and been diagnosed with dementia. I want to spend the time I have where she remembers me and the family while I can. Hopefully we'll get to try living abroad at some stage in the future though. And I love that, Ashley. I completely agree with you, but also understand the reluctant um, nature to not want to go over with your family and not um, having time with your nan while she starts to yeah, lose her memory. Dementia is just so, so hard. My uncle has got it really bad and it's it's just been so 
oh, it's just really tough watching people deteriorate. So I fully respect and understand why you want to um, stay around. But I also have an absolute inkling to go live overseas. But my fear just comes from the logistics of it, the admin to be able to pack up and close up everything in one country and then have to go through it and set it up somewhere else. Sounds so scary, but it is something that I definitely want to do as well. My partner, Carol, is Brazilian. Her family's all over in Brazil, so I'd love to get over there and spend a good amount of time, whether it's a year, two years, five years, whatever it takes, um, yeah, to spend some time and live overseas. We only do one life here, and to never fully live overseas sounds kind of like it's not a – I don't even know where I'm going with this, but it just sounds like an experience that would be beautiful to immerse yourself in a culture enough that you really live there and, yeah, find another spot on this planet to call home and really change your perspective of what you think normal is. We all think we live a normal life, but where we are in the world is just normal to our reality. So good on you, Ashley. I love that. Thanks for bringing it up. Next, we are from group number six, James Lynn. Today I'm grateful for breath and ice session with cold nips this morning. Number two, sunset with a friend. And number three, watching the UFC. And I've always wanted to try a dance class, but I'm afraid of what people would think. James, you are a legend, mate. Who cares what people think? If you want to do it, go and do it. And I can agree with you on that because I actually made a promise to a guest on my podcast that I would go and do ballet lessons. And I haven't done it yet. If you're an avid listener of this podcast, I wonder if you can guess which one it was. Um, I'm going to tell you anyway, but it was Harry Garside. Harry's um, an Olympic boxer. And if anyone can go and do dance classes, who's a manly man, then it's that guy. So if he's anyone to be inspired by, James, go listen to that episode I did with Harry Garside. I'm actually going to have him back on the podcast, hopefully in the coming months, to talk about his upcoming journey towards Paris Olympics. And maybe I can talk to him a bit more about dance classes, but I agree with you, James. I want to do dance classes too. I haven't done them yet, but something we'll get to one day. So good on you, James, being honest and sharing that. Next, we have from group number two, we have Zeb Cunningham. Number one, spontaneous catch up with a friend. Number two, getting to chat with my neighbor and having a good laugh with them. And number three, phone call with my bestie down in Melbs. And the thing I want to do that I haven't done yet is get a tattoo. And this year I'm going to finally pull the trigger. Oh, Zeb, once you start, it's pretty hard to stop. I will tell you that much. I've, um, I've got a few tattoos and it was something that I was so like, oh my God, I don't want to get it. It's going to be with me forever. But also, I mean, for one, you can get tattoos removed now, but it's kind of just part of the experience. If you don't like the tattoo, you can get rid of it. But having a tattoo with meaning is, I think, quite nice. It's a really good way to have a story to share with people. And I've got all of mine have meanings. I have rosary beads on my arm for my nan when she passed away. We held rosary beads the last time I spent time with her, so it reminds me of her every time I look at it. I also have 1111 and a rose on my um, arm right next to those rosary beads, which was for my grandma, who the last photo we had with her was holding a big thing of roses, and we think she passed away right around 1111, so my sisters and I all got the same tattoo. I also have a little one on my wrist that says crazy love in French that me and Chloe, my older sister, got to together um i have the chumpy pullen foundation pieces together tattoo um on my arm the puzzle piece which is just epic and then i have a big tree on my thigh because i wanted to get a big one one day and it's a family tree so anytime a family member passes away i get a new little dove flying out of the tree just to remind me of them and hopefully imagine like they're getting set free from the tree of life and onto their next part of their journey so Thanks for bringing up the tattoo, Zeb. You're going to love it. It's very addictive, the feeling. It's painful, but it's also like, oh, I kind of love the pain. So good on you, Zeb. Glad you're going to go get one. And my last one is from group number nine. We have Kim Hedges. 
Number one, my mom and the incredible relationship we have. Number two, aircon. And number three, not living in a war zone. And I've always wanted to try and be alcohol free for a year. And I also want to see camel fat live. And I want to go to Serengeti. Tough question. So many answers. I can answer two of those and say I've seen, I've done a year alcohol free and I promise you, you will definitely not regret it and you will love it. So go and do that, Kim. You only have to do it for yourself and I'm sure you'll be so proud of it. Also Camel Fat. So Camel Fat's a DJ um, group who wear like a big gold mask with a big pointy nose on it. Fun fact, I saw Camel Fat play once and um, I obviously have a bit of an insight into the DJ industry because of um, my brother-in-law and yeah being around it quite a lot the camel fat crew is kind of interesting there's actually a few of them and sometimes they dj in different parts around the world on the same night because they wear their mask you don't actually know that there's a few of them so there's a fun little fact you can see camel fat in different parts of the world but they're incredible djs i love the song cola it's um yeah pretty epic so good on you um kim love sharing those ones okay what do i want to do that i haven't done before there's a few things i really want to do but I guess the way that I want to answer this is just a couple places that I want to go that I haven't been to that I think would be pretty epic. So the first one that I'd love to do is go to base camp at Everest. I think going to the highest point in the world, the highest mountain in the world is pretty symbolic of just being, yeah, at the peak of what the world is. Um, I think it'd be really cool to test yourself, go check out the environment over there and yeah, take the challenge of base camp. Another thing I really want to do is see the Northern Lights. I think going and spending some time um, up in Iceland and Greenland and seeing the Northern Lights would just be such a spectacular thing to go check out. And I also want to go to Antarctica. I think going on an expedition to Antarctica and going and checking that out would be pretty epic. Um, Another couple things that I really want to do that I don't know if I will ever do uh, is solo skydiving. I've gone tandem skydiving three times and two out of the three times once in Hawaii once in Las Vegas I fainted on the way down while I was attached to the um, tandem instructor so I don't know if it's something I will end up doing but I just think that feeling of skydiving by yourself looks so fun I have a lot of friends who love it but for me it's just like oh I don't know if it's really worth doing it with my fainting and everything but yeah there's Something that I'd love to do one day, but I just really don't know if I'll um ever get to do it. But there's so many other things that I'd really like to try, but they're just a couple that, yeah, have always been on my mind. And last one, I really want to go to Egypt. I think going to see the pyramids and checking that out would just be incredible. I love watching documentaries about history and about um, mega structures and monoliths. And I think Egypt, just to go check it out and um, see and feel the history would be pretty epic. This Friday, I have a guest coming on the podcast called Tom Greer. He is a performance psychologist, and we're going to be talking all about my run, but also his story. We're actually catching up tomorrow when I record this podcast, so I don't have an excerpt from that. So I won't be able to share anything from there, but you will hear it in your ears this Friday. I just wanted to share a bit of a story that I had today. I went up to Coomera Anglican High School today to sit in on a a friend's workshop and his name's Tommy Herschel and he has a workshop called Find Your Feet and he's just such an incredible man. So I went to a year eight workshop with him where they had 80 young men and it was all about, I guess, making them be vulnerable and step out of their comfort zone. And one of the, the, the exercises they did was they'd get all the boys to sit on a seat and they'd say, 
stand up if you've been bullied before. And about 80% of the room would stand up and then he'd go, all right, everyone sit down. And then he'd say, stand up if you've bullied someone before. And quite a few of them would stand up. And then he'd say, stand up if you've bullied someone in this room before. And quite a few of them stood up and he said, I want to give you a chance to maybe apologize. So if you're willing to stay standing and about three or four of the boys stayed standing and they'd say, and he'd say to them, who's the boy that you bullied? And he'd point to one of the boys and one of them would almost be crying. And a lot of them did cry, but a few of the boys would apologize and it was really powerful. And then he would also ask the boys, what, um, who's been bullied and what's been said to you? And one of the boys was like, oh, I've been called fat almost every day. I cry every day when I go home. And it just made me realize like the impact our words can have on people. And then a few of the boys who would call him fat put their hand up and said, I had no idea the impact it was having. I thought it was just a bit of banter and a bit of a throwaway joke, but now I won't do it. And it was just a really powerful moment for me to get to go and see these boys be vulnerable and open up and really reflect. It was just a really powerful moment. So I don't even know where I'm going with that, but I just wanted to give a shout out to Tommy Herschel, absolute legend. I'm going to be catching up with him hopefully tomorrow as well, maybe to come on the podcast and have a chat about his journey and the impact he's having with his workshops at schools because it's so important that young men learn how to take ownership of the sort of negative things that we do do quite often and learn how to have those conversations and go a bit deeper. So if you're out there and you bullied someone once in your day or maybe on your workplace, you have a bit of banter, maybe have a bit of a think. I wonder what the impact this is having on the people around me because, yeah, our words have a really big impact and hearing the boys today open up and share the impact it was having on them made me reflect on maybe some of the ways that I treat some of my mates with some banter. So that's just something I wanted to share this week. Um Make sure you go check out Monday's episode, 100 Days to 100Ks is well and truly in swing. I'm frothing on my running and my training at the moment, but hopefully you guys, and I've had a few of you already message me saying you've set a goal to run or to do a challenge when it comes to your fitness. So if you need a bit of inspiration, if you need a bit of um, yeah motivation, go listen to the one, go listen, sorry, to the 100 Days to 100Ks podcast that just came out on Monday. Go listen to last week's Friday episode with Jai Dean, my running coach, and make sure you tune into every Friday over the next 14 weeks because I'm going to be bringing you on a journey while I go on the journey towards running 100 kilometers. So thanks for tuning in. Do me a big favor. Go hit like or subscribe if you haven't already. Tell a friend about this podcast. The numbers are starting to go a little bit backwards and it's definitely my fault. I've been so busy with so much stuff, but I know how we can pick it back up and it's by you guys sharing it with a friend, with a family member or with anyone in your life who you think it might help. Tag us on your Instagram, tag us on your social media, and yeah, we'd love to know what you're thinking of the podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Love you all. See you on Friday. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 